And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch. From growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back, back for another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Lauren, the one and only Lauren Conaway. The one and only. That's yeah. a that's a new identifier. Before we get started, and without you looking at that screen, can you spell Connecticut? Yes, I can. Do it. C O N N E C T I C U T. I think that's correct. That is correct. Coming from someone that might not know how I to spell Connecticut. I am an excellent speller, but it's yeah. connect. It cuts. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we're glad to be here today with you highlighting Connecticut's top startups. Why Connecticut's top startups? Because we felt like nobody is highlighting Connecticut's top startups. And there's some interesting companies there before we get into more fun facts and maybe other ways to spell Connecticut. Is there other ways? No, I mean, fun. I feel I feel like, it's like a zero play. or one. You got to get it right. Yeah. 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 Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. One thing that is certain <laughs> is that today's episode of Startup Hustle is powered by Fullscale.io. Because hiring software developers is difficult. Fullscale can help you build a software team quickly and affordably and has the platform to help you manage that team. Visit Fullscale.io to learn more. If you're not aware, that's my company. And we just had our fifth birthday. Yay! Woo! Happy birthday. Wait, are we singing happy birthday? No. Oh. It's too long. All right. Just say happy birthday. Happy birthday, Fullscale. Yeah. We love Fullscale. I, yes. I love full scale. Five years. I know you're a little biased, over but I actually love full scale. Over 300 employees later. Yeah. Oh, seriously? I know. I know and I when, did you, when did you hit that? Uh, six months, four, four, uh, four or five months. I don't know. Four or five months ago. <laughs> I People asked some questions. Like, I don't know. I just yeah. kind of quit counting. And it is what it is. Yeah. That's incredible, man. Congratulations. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, well, and I mean, so, it, so what is it? It's not, it's not due to me. There's it's, a t yeah. there's a statistic out there that I'm trying to remember though like 50% of startups fail by before their the end of their first year but then there's a five year mark do you know what that yeah stat is? about 90% fail by five years I mean, it's not as high as 50% in year one but it's close so not only yeah. has full scale not failed which yeah. is unsurprising but it's flourished you have yeah. over 300 employees now yeah. well speaking of flourishing we've got about a dozen companies from the lovely state of Connecticut. <gasps> Connecticut? Yes. I don't think they want us to say Connecticut. All right. I have a feeling that's that, that was the last time. I have a feeling that's like when you go to San Francisco and call it San Fran, they get really angry. Or in Kansas City when people say that we're on, in Kansas and it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. For those of you listening, we are from Kansas City, which is mainly in Missouri, but we are in Kansas right now recording this. That's Actually, right. Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs play in Missouri. Woo -woo. Okay. First on our list is Bento Engine, led by CEO and co-founder Philip Hecker and CTO and co-founder Gavin Hay. You go to bentoengine.com to learn more. They're a software development company, and Bento Engine is a B2B fintech SaaS company that's focused on the intersection of technology and impactful wealth 
management advice. So they've raised $1.1 million from nine investors and are off and running. So what do they do? And as their product work, Bento's uh, technology and content solution scans large data sets using proven APIs to identify opportunities for advisors to provide proactive advice. Nailed Woo! it. Proactive. It. That's the key. No, I didn't nail it. They nailed it. I mean, data is worthless well. unless you can create something proactive with it that's and right. actionable. So yes, that is a key ingredient. That's officially the 1000th time I've said that about data on this podcast, I think, but they deliver a package of, of timely, highly relevant, proprietary and compliance pre-approved communication resources. So yeah. Um, you know, I, of all things that they could be actionable immediately. I mean, investment advice is on there. Like you talk about, uh, obviously, the stock market is what we refer to as a dynamic marketplace, which means the price is always going up. It's going down. And you, well, know, and you have to be able to respond in real time. Which I mean, I think... and technically, if you're not a, a licensed stockbroker or you don't have a Bloomberg terminal, you're actually 15 minutes behind because it's not in real time. That's right. So, yeah, but that actionable stuff's important. Now, why, why would this be good for financial advisors? There are, I don't even know how many stocks there are on the New York Stock Exchange, much less NASDAQ, much less all the mutual funds and the different products. And it's just a lot to keep up with. So I think anything that chews through that data and looks for opportunities is a good thing. Yeah, we're down. I'm down with it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well done, Ben. You're an Engine. expert. You're an expert on impactful wealth management, right? Of course. I That's like so. right in my wheelhouse. How totally. did you know? I just know. <laughs> I can just tell by what you're wearing today. Yeah. A wrinkled t-shirt. Shut up! It is not. All right, it's a little wrinkled. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Ass. Uh, next up, we have Core Chain Technology. Speaking of things that I am just an experty expert on, but yeah, we've got totally. CEO Chris Aguas and CTO RJ Herrick. And Core Chain Technologies is a business to business payment network. Uh, they have built it on blockchain technology. And so they're trying, they're working to streamline the exchange B2B payment funds and transaction data and unlock tied up working capital. And, and so one of the things that I remember, remember when like cryptocurrency was kind of the, the topic of the moment and everybody was excited. Um, one of the things that I thought was really interesting is how many people responded to that blockchain piece, right? Like how important and transformational it was going to be as pertaining to security mm -hmm. in across all kinds of industries. And so I really, really love it when I see companies and products coming out that are capitalizing on the blockchain piece. Yeah. Because um, I mean, it's, it's a highly secure way for people to share information. Right. Well, it's an immutable ledger, which is the key to, to the transactional nature of so many parts of business and in life. And when I say immutable, meaning it's locked in the ledger. So ever since yeah. people have invented the eraser, people have been cheating the ledger. So when we talk about inflation and cost of doing business and so many different things that occur, you know, one of the things that all businesses have to take into consideration is shrink. And that's theft, loss, damage, stuff like that. And it's a lot easier to force honesty. Yeah. When you can, when the, when the ledger. Force when, honesty. Well, wait, you have wait. to, but it's true though. It's true. And, and so that's. You have to hold and, people accountable. And then there are just sometimes just better ways to do things. Like why does my bank take three days over a weekend to post a deposit that I made on Friday? Yeah. It's because it benefits them to do that and be slow about it. Right. And, you know, some of it, I don't know. I like disruption. 
Yeah. Well, so, so CoreChain's award-winning distributed ledger technology, or DLT, automates the exchange of transaction data and funds within a secure and trusted network. Environment. Yeah. Looks like they've raised five point five million in two funding rounds, and that is that's really exciting. Way to go, Core Chain. Yeah, and and like I said, these are the kind of solutions that you're going to say that you talk about crypto, and the, I hate the fact that the word currency is in there because yeah. even though this is a currency type thing, so much of it isn't. Right. So people think it's like trying to replace money, not necessarily. Yeah. Well, so. All right. Who do, we, who do we have coming up next? Eye cleanse, Ooh. like little eye cleanse, led by CEO Christopher Allen Sr. I wonder if Junior's in line for that down the road. I mean, I feel like maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you can go to iCleanse.com to learn more. This is at, they are in the advertising services space, and they have a leading device disinfection and digital out-of-home media company. What does that have to do with advertising services? It's the same. Anyway, <laughs> may have bad notes here because uh, Chris Allen acquired ReadyDoc, which is an established force in the UVC. So that's hospital disinfection space. Yeah. Um, yeah. I actually have a device similar to this at my home. That, that does not surprise. So I have a wand, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, like the, the UV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I'm pretty sure I got it as like in one of the as seen on TV aisles. So yeah. I, I don't know how well it works. And to backtrack, <laughs> this is definitely not an advertising services company. Ron Burgundy reads what's on the teleprompter. <laughs> so I did. Um, that's what my notes I'm Ron say. Burgundy. Yeah. So they, <laughs> their specialty is fast and chemical free UVC disinfection, which is the furthest thing from advertising, which sure. requires some disinfection on most days. Yeah. So maybe we need to put our advertising through. Run it, run it through the rinse cycle. Run it through the yeah. yeah. Got it. So, uh, <laughs> so you think on some levels, you know, like, well, you know, there's, there's a lot that can go on here with, I don't know. I, you know, when, I was in Miami and we had a medical emergency and my wife had to go to the hospital. I wouldn't let the kids in because yeah. MRSA and disinfection and a lot of that. Sure. So now I'm confused. Now I'm confused because this does say that they have a, Oh, I cleanse a specialty. Is I see. No, it's in there. Yeah. The ah. device shows advertising. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a fun little innovation. I'm completely confused <laughs> here and feeling mildly unprepared. I apologize to you, iCleanse, because, and yeah. And but we're really, really excited about you, iCleanse. We, <laughs> <laughs> we love you. <laughs> I get it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm moving on. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. Sometimes up, you just I'm gotta up, say I'm next. Up. And I, I, I kind of understand. Listeners, what I apologize. <laughs> I feel unprepared. I, I went, through, I go through and I look at a lot of this in depth, and this was clearly not yeah. in depth enough. We do, we do try. We at least try to review these before we we come on mic, and sometimes things slip. Uh, so, so next up looks like we have Good Root with CEO Michael Waterbury, CFO James Harper. Uh, so Good Root is an interconnected community of companies making every interaction between human and health accessible, affordable, and seamless. And I love to hear that. So here's the deal. Uh, medical debt is the leading cause of bankruptcy in the United States. Did you know that? 
Yes. I feel I feel like that's something that you yeah, know. Yeah, I did. But 23% of Americans are saddled with debt from medical bills. And it's a, it's a real problem. Uh, even the folks who have insurance can accrue debt. So this company, they are laser focused on holistically reinventing healthcare one system at a time. They are creating a community of companies that are working together. They have over 100 seasoned industry vet veterans who left their previous roles to change the world. And they have removed... $1 billion in wasteful and unnecessary spending from the healthcare industry to date. That That's significant. Uh, I, I dig that. So so Good Root um, doing some really, really cool things around affordability and access in healthcare. They are providing the business infrastructure. They are helping visionary healthcare professionals launch their own companies to fix chronic problems in the system. And we know that there are chronic problems in the system. And they right? are not an advertising services. Company. They are not. I, I, that's yeah. right. They're, they're not in advertising. <laughs> but no, I, I love that. Um, you know, I, so I, I've mentioned this before on the show, but I have a chronic illness. Uh, I'm a diabetic and I have to get regular check-ins and I have to have reg regular medical care and medications. And uh, the whole process from start to finish is just a giant headache. And it's a pain and it's on top of, you know, already feeling kind of crappy because I'm a diabetic. And so anytime I see companies that are kind of leading the charge, trying to make things easier, um, I just round of applause. Thank you. Good well, that that kind of goes back to my prior comment about like the cost of all of it. Yeah. And, you know, if there's wasteful spending or I don't know, things get all jacked up and there's a systemic problem, not just with healthcare, but with a lot of stuff. So, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, the best way to run a, a solid business is to sell more and spend less. Right. Not just spend more, spend more, spend more. So you have to sell more or get a bailout, which yeah. is some of the business plan. I think for some of the, yeah, some of the stuff out there. All right. Next on the list is new way health. And that's actually spelled N U W A E health but pronounced new way led by Ralph Pisano and Tom Petrio. Hope, Tom, I believe that's probably how you say that, but they're uh, building solutions that deliver lower out of pocket costs directly to the patient and improving outcomes across the pharmacy spectrum. So trying to create more access to trying to cut down the number of stops, middlemen and all of that that are involved with filling pharmaceutical orders. Yeah. We're onto a theme here. We run into this in every city we we or state that we stop at. It's true. But it is. Now you mentioned that before we hit record. You said, man, there's a lot of medical and insurance people. Connecticut is actually kind of you have Hartford insurance and some right. other things. So you see it makes sense. Well, the startup ecosystem should, because there are major industries in and around you get people that come out of these companies or see that some of them could do a better job and they get to work. So yeah. yeah, I'm all for anything. Congratulations and thank you, New Way. Thank you, New Way. Yeah. Uh, next up, it looks like we've got Sola Health, and this is actually kind of interesting because we just talked about Good Root, but uh, Sola Health was actually launched in 2022 as part of the Good Root community of companies. Uh, they're <clears throat> a bootstrap startup led by President Steve Palma and Vice President of Operations 
Integration DJ Denton. Uh, Sola is a comprehensive health benefit consultant who engineers custom high-performance self-funded benefit designs. And I love this uh, because I, so one of the things that I have learned in, in my healthcare journey is the fact that a lot of the costs and a lot of the things that we see coming from healthcare entities, um, it's really variable and you can negotiate. Like you can say, hey, you wanted to charge me $600 for that x-ray. Any chance you could do it for 200? And like, there's a lot of variability. And so the people who understand these systems, it's crazy. You know, like- Like I have yet to buy something, get something delivered from Instacart and then called the store back and been like, I know you charged me 400 bucks for this, but would you take 250? It's, it's so subjective. And I just, and it's like, it's one of those things where like you look at your, you know, your hospital, hospital bill and they charged you like 70 bucks for an aspirin or something like that. And you Sounds can always like go, a good deal. Is that, sure. is that how much an aspirin costs? I mean, as far as I know, but what I think is incredible is like when you have people who understand these systems and who are empowered to negotiate on your behalf and to work through a lot of these systems, they're using this really out of the bundle thinking. You can, you can save significant amounts and you can offer affordable benefits to people. And, and, and I think that, you know, and I certainly know that, you know, when you're trying to offer benefits packages for your employees as a, a part of their compensation package, if you're trying to become known as a, an employer who will support their employees, like health benefits is a huge thing. And so anything that you can do to make it easier for companies, particularly small companies to offer that insurance, offer those plans, um, yeah, I want to see more of that. I want more people no. able to work for startups and small organizations because they uh, still have the collective bargaining power. They have someone on their side. Well, and the struggle is real on that. And, you know, that's one of the things that is that often prevents startups and just young companies from gaining and adding talent to the roster is it's hard right. to compete with Megacorp. Exactly. You know, but, like yeah. if you if you're given the choice between a company that offers 100% employer paid insurance versus a company that doesn't offer any kind of benefits package at all, who are you going to consider most seriously? Well, I mean, I think it makes sense that you would consider the first. <laughs> I never I never go to the doctor. Yeah. My healthcare spend is a total waste. <laughs> yeah, but you've got kids. You know, and you've got, you've got, you've got a wife who's pretty awesome, but like your family needs healthcare too. They're all in pretty good shape. Yeah. I just tell them to rub some dirt on it and get back out there. I mean, fair. Yeah. I literally rubbed dirt on my son's arm at a baseball game. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. It's not even going to hurt anything. It fixed it. It fixed it. (laughs) Yeah. Not recommended. I should have put that dirt through eye cleanse. Probably. And advertise the podcast. That's right. It made it a part of your advertising plan. I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to get it. Kind of like I fully understand that today's episode of Startup Hustle is powered by Fullscale.io. Hiring software developers is difficult and Fullscale can help you build a software team quickly and affordably and has the platform to help you manage that team. Go to Fullscale.io to learn more. There's a link for that in the show notes. Go down and just click all the links. Click them all, people. Click them all. Click them all. But you, you know that that was not your, your strongest segue, right? It was. A, I mean, Lauren, right. when you're already on the Hall of Fame, it's, it's hard to outperform <laughs> you, you have yourself. You nothing to strive for anymore. Okay, I, I get I, it. That's become a regular comment for me when <laughs> guest, on guest-driven episodes. It happened to me yesterday. The guy was like, uh, 
wow, did you figure out those uh, segues into the ads before? I was like, no, dude, it's all organic. It was well. So, so I'm like are, a, I'm like a, ja- I'm like a jam it. band, man. I just make it up as we go. You're quite artful, and I will Thank tell you. you that as part of my pre-show prep with guests, I sometimes do tell the guests about like I'm like I have to be as good at the segue as Matt DeCourcy. So you're just gonna have to deal with me bar. like saying crazy things or asking a crazy question. And by the way, I blame you. That was you didn't really throw it up near the rim. Normally I'm just reacting to someone else's spot. All right, that's right. So so you're telling me that in the future I kind of need to alley up you a little bit. I a can little do that. Bit. I can do I'm, that. But I am telling you that the next company on the list is Primordial Labs Better. with CEO and co-founder <laughs> Lee Ritzholtz, CTO and co-founder Adrian Pope. All right. So primor- primordial, that's hard to Which say. I love that name. I though. do too. Primordial but it's, labs. It's hard to say. Primordial Labs is an autonomy company with a human machine interface obsession. Okay. All right. Yeah. What does that mean? It means they're focused on the mission of national <laughs> security by empowering warfighters to focus on creative problem solving and not managing robots. This is way above my pay grade. Yeah. And I feel like. I, at 1,200 episodes later, I've got a pretty high pay grade on the understanding. I, so, yeah, you but do re- pick really, up in the end, how this works is they have a tactical AI assistant that provides a conversational human machine interface that operates off of mission type verbal commands. So, yeah, there's a lot. Okay. Man, this is That's got, a lot to unpack. I mean, and this has got to be remarkably complex. Because, <laughs> I mean, this, I mean, you talk, I mean, I, there's a big boom for AI and a lot of this, but there's a lot to be considered. Because if you're using it to launch a missile or fire a gun or drop a bomb or something like that, then, yeah. I mean, it's not a lot of. I can build software, and if it has an error four hundred four, I can go back and. Nobody's gonna die. Yeah, there's a lot of complexity <laughs> to that, and yeah, yeah, very, very interesting. So yeah, yeah. I know I do kind of want to. I, I want to delve a little bit more deeply into that, but uh, into warfare. No, oh. into into Enora, the tactical AI mm. assistant. I want to figure it out. <laughs> I mean, I want to. Ch- All right, that's it. Moving I'm on. Laughing because you've. I mean, you picked the most <laughs> co- one of the what is likely one of the more complex things that any of the top startup companies that we have talked about for two years does, and that's the one you want to get to the bottom of. I mean, it's the one that I understand least. So yeah. There you go. All right. I don't want to delve more. I look forward. I look, I we're going to do a follow up episode on that. <laughs> okay. Lauren, Lauren explores it. AI warfare. Why do Why do I say Why do I say things out loud? I don't even know. I anymore. ask myself that about you all the time. All right, I'm going to move on. I know, but I'm not going to quit thinking about it. <laughs> all right, next up, an organization or a startup that is is. Awesome, unlike Matt DeCourcy sometimes. We have Pursue Care, uh, led by CEO and co-founder Nick Mercadante and chairman and co-founder Edgardo Mercadante. Do you think do you think that they're related, Edgardo Mercadante? Yeah, I'm gonna go with yes. Yes. So so this one is 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 very near and dear to my heart. Um, you know, a couple of times on the show I've mentioned the fact that uh, many, many years ago, I had an issue with addiction, chemical substance addiction. And Pursue Care is a telehealth addiction recovery and mental health services company that aims to change the way people access care by removing the prevalent obstacles historically associated with substance use disorder treatment. And there are a lot of obstacles 
But just the fact that folks are offering telehealth support is huge. Um, I mean, the fact is, you know, if I am high on a substance, I don't need to be driving to a doctor's office and I'm probably not going to have my, my life together enough oh, yeah, to be able to yeah, organize yeah, yeah. that anyway. True, true. And, and so offering comprehensive digital care allows patients to, to access the care that they need when they need it. Um, you know, another one of the the barriers that we see patients deal with all that, like even out outpatient treatment that we see people deal with is you have to be ready. Like you are the only person who can drive your own care. And so Pursue Care, they actually have tools and tips and tricks. They offer comprehensive programs for mental health conditions and substance use disorders that they can access from anywhere using one application when they're ready and they're partnering with employers, health plans, higher education institutions to bring this form of healthcare to the people who need it most in the ways that they need it most. And I just, I love that. Like, I wish that I had had a tool like Pursue Care when I was going through my own situation. Um, you know, it, it, it could have been a game changer. So, you know, it, it, it seems like many are in agreement. They have raised $12.8 through three funding rounds. Um, and that's, that's pretty cool. I, I dig it. <laughs> I'm interested in anything that, that bring, that goes to the fight. Yeah. You know, like the proactive nature of things. I think that, especially when it comes to, you know, health and whether that's medical addiction, mental, like a lot of different things, it's, you're talking about the, the most vulnerable times of people's lives. And that's usually not the time that you're making the best decisions, that you're acting the most responsibly or that you're capable of even doing You You have forgot, like when you're at that point in your treatment journey, like you have forgotten how to take care of yourself. Yeah. And I, (laughs) you know, and unfortunately I've I've got to witness that a few times, which has, you know, created some empathy around that. And it's, you know, it's easy to look at people that are, that aren't living their best life and be like, why can't they just get their shit together? It's not always that, it's not always that straightforward. Yeah. You know, Yeah. it's not. All right. So next on the list, and I'm going to, I'm. I really, really, really cannot wait to hear you try to pronounce this. I'm, it's Q onset. Q onset? I, it's spelled Q. Is that what Q- we're going with? O-N-S-E-T or Quonset. Okay. Or Quonset. All right. They provide next practice consent enablement for marketing teams, as well as a first of a kind Consumer consent wallet for transparent consent engagements directly between the consumer and a brand. So, dude, I spend the first 15 minutes of my day on too many days unsubscribing and deleting. And I didn't sign up. Like, that's (sighs) the consent. You You talk about getting back and forth. So, you know. I hate that so yeah, much. It's it integrates the, their their platform integrates with consumer facing solutions that company you know let there's a lot of rules and laws and jargon and stuff that you know people are sending you a lot of crap you don't want and how do you deal with that? Yeah. I appreciate that. There's you know I'm not sure if my example is exactly what they do there but you know, we're talking about you know they have things like you know real time ID validation and it's like I just you know, made a real estate purchase and I'm sitting there sending, you know, like I got all these requests, Hey, send this, send that, send whatever. And I'm like, I don't even trust you. Just send it in an email. Yeah. You know, you want my, there, 
there's ways to do it. You know, they have their, their smart, oh, they spell contracts with the Q, smart contracts. Nice. So now is this concept? Branding. That's all I got. <laughs> anyway, I'm for it. Yeah. I, I like, you know, I like the streamlining of like all this stuff. Like I said, there's so much crap out there. So yeah, there's all these things that, I don't know, it just, I'm, I'm just glad to see someone cleaning up gaps uh, you know, brands, advertisers, publishers, creators, enterprises, and consumers deal with. So, yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Q on, Q on set. <laughs> I quit. I'm out. All right. <laughs> Next up, we have Uncommon Good, which is very pronounceable. Yes. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah. Carolyn Driscoll. Thank you. Carolyn and Driscoll. Mosher. There you go. Yes. Uh, so I actually got to meet Carolyn. Uh, she was in hmm. in town here in Kansas City really? not too too long ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, actually came out to That's random. One, I know, right? But yeah. they came out to one of our our meetups, monthly meetups. But and I actually I love this. So I'm gonna try to capture because I actually got to play with the tool a little bit. So I, I actually have a deeper understanding than this than I might otherwise. But they are a cloud based productivity software solution designed to transform how nonprofits, freelancers, and small businesses operate. And here's the thing that I absolutely adore. So when you are a small organization, a startup, you know, when you are a solo practitioner and you are trying to manage process, it is a really difficult thing to do because often you're either doing it out of spreadsheets, which is pretty old and antiquated, or you're doing it using multiple tools. And each tool is taking, you know, taking money off of your bottom line. And I love Uncommon Good because, so Carolyn, she actually came from, from the VC space and she has created this tool that kind of does everything all in one. We're talking about fundraising. We're talking about marketing. We're talking about CRM. We're talking, um, I, I mean, I don't know, project management. Um, and so so that all of these things around operations and marketing are all of a sudden, all in one place. And then these systems can talk to each other and feed into each other. And it's just super handy. Um, also really, really affordable. I don't remember exactly what the monthly cost is, but I do remember being kind of blown away that you could use all of this functionality at one low cost. Because you know every time you, you continue to add systems, it adds cost or it has a tendency to. Um, you know, one of the things that blew my mind was fundraising. They take a substantially lower uh, fee to run your your fundraising collect your collection of revenue they they don't take as large of a fee as say like an eventbrite or other other platforms that i've seen and so really they're trying to make it as easy for people to conduct business it, make it as easy as possible and i love it i love it when things are all in one place i love it when systems talk to each other and i love it when things are affordable for founders so well, it's, it's hard to build things that have all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because all of it is a different definition for so many different people. Yeah. You know, and I just, yeah. And that's, I talk to people that would say, oh, I'm using this software platform, but it, but it only does 90% of what I needed to do. And I'm right. like, you're doing really good then. <laughs> you know, there's a, yeah. you know, that's why they had to invent the API because... You and I have interface. had that white label conversation yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the struggle's real. But yeah, no, I'm just, I'm really excited about Uncommon Good and full disclosure, I actually use Uncommon Good. So I like it. It's relatively recent, but I like it. 
<laughs> Next on the list is Populi, led, led by CEO and co-founder Bill Mashella and CTO and co-founder Nathan Salmon. Go to Populi.ai. All right. So what Populi does is using a proprietary database of over 180 billion healthcare and consumer data transactions that builds analytics that deliver critical insights for provider and patient consumer intelligence. What does that mean? It means it enables our enables customers to integrate with analytics and put them into things like Salesforce, Tableau. These are data visualization products at the end. Think about it, 180 billion, anything. The human mind doesn't calculate, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, isn't able to wrap its arms around what 180 billion of anything yeah. is. You know, like how many, I have a coffee cup in front of me. What is a, how much is 180 billion of these? Oh my God, so much. <laughs> but, but you don't really get it. But right. you think about that. So if we can't even grasp that, then how do we do anything with it? So this is where, this is where AI is going to win all day, every day down the road. Because it chew up data sets like this. In fact, AI is going to do better with 180 billion records than it will with 180. Yeah. Can't do anything, not, not much at all with 180. So um, we're kind of back into the, uh, the healthcare theme here. Of course, of course. Yeah, it's happening. It's well happening. done, Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, so keep it up, Populi. I, lo I, love, the, I love the whole um, use of, hey, look, this is, you know, anything that improves data science and your ability to get actionable things. Remember, data isn't worth shit if you can't do anything actionable or useful. Right. Just speed it up, sort it out and integrate it right into something that's useful. Don't, and you talk about like Salesforce and some of these other things. Well, <laughs> don't assume that your salespeople know anything about anything other than selling right. they're data. They're not data scientists. Here, here's you, picture this here. Here's the AI handing a little paper slip over to Lauren. And that's who you got to call, go sell it. Here's yeah. the solution. And you can actually have some information and provide value when you make the call, not just someone calling and asking you. I dig it. I uh, dig it. And I would do an excellent job. Totally. <laughs> Clearly. When I think about sales, I think Lauren. <laughs> Shut up. What? I may, no, I do mainly because I'm like, dude, you got to learn how to sell Be better a little at more. It. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I do get that quite a lot, but from, I from appreciate me. it. Because it's it's not you're not wrong. Do you like hear it when I say that out loud? Do you enjoy well, that? You're not deep, wrong. <laughs> because deep down inside, I already knew that. It I doesn't know, feel as good. All right, fair. It feels it feels better knowing that you have evolved into a place where you understand that. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm not saying you know. I'm, I'm not saying you're always you right. You knowing I'm right and me knowing I'm right. That's have, not a blanket statement. Are, it's a very. Oh, it wasn't. You're very. Mm, Matt is extremely competent. He's a wonderful mentor. Sometimes I just want to like kick him in the face. Though. I've never wanted to call my <laughs> wife live from the podcast more than right now <laughs> and ask her. Let, if let I'm me talk. Let me right. talk to her. <laughs> I mean, I kind of want to. I've never done that. She'll kill me. <laughs> a little I bit, do, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd try if my wife ever answered her phone. So. Aw. All right. Well, I'm going to text Sorry. her after. I'm going to be like, but, it, but is he though? Is he always right? <laughs> 
All right. So so Maybe moving on, I need shot. to get away from Matt DeCourcy. Right, we got one right. more. Let's, we got, do well, let's do it. Let's bring it home, baby. So we have Relevate uh, with Chairman, CEO, and co-founder Stuart A. Stockdale, CIO and co-founder Greg Schneider. And this is not actually a healthcare pro- or product or company, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of psyched about that, but they are a fintech outfit. They are targeting employers with hourly employees. Uh, Management believes that many low to middle hourly workers do not have access to cost-effective financial services, which is absolutely true. true. Uh, Businesses are struggling to hire and maintain employees. So Relevate, they have created a platform that aims to provide banking services to encourage financial wellness by incorporating features that benefit both workers and the companies using the service. So, So I love this because you have a company that wants to attract workers, offer more benefits. And then you have individuals who probably, you know, as hourly workers, they don't have a lot of tools and tips and tricks at their disposal. Or so money. Re- or money. And which, so which, relevant. When, I, when I'm thinking about that, because financial services are kind of whale-ish. Yeah. You know, like. He, everybody wants is, to go over I, the phone. Fo- like people want to make people have money richer. Isn't the Hartford Insurance Company's logo a whale? I thought it was a deer. It's a whale. Is it? Maybe we'll a, look it up. I don't know, there's a whale <laughs> But no, but when you say I that. I want to say so, I'm seeing antlers, but that could so be something else. As you were describing <laughs> this, it's, it sounded very similar to like explaining what long tail marketing is. Yeah. So like, are you familiar with long tail? So yeah. like, you are? Tell me. Well, so long tail, you just look at a graph and, you know, back when iTunes was a thing and people bought songs, you would have this graph where, you know, way over on the left side of it, you get Taylor Swift and like all these, they're way up in the graph and it very quickly drops off into a cliff and there was this long tail of all these songs that had been bought one time that day. Yeah. Every day, the ones added up to more than two plus. Right. Meaning there's a lot of validity in both as a marketer, as a company or a service provider chasing that long tail because that's the low hanging fruit in yeah. many cases. Now you oftentimes have to collect more of it, but it's a very effective strategy in a lot of ways because you have in some cases an underserved or undersearched. So you talk about like long tail marketing. If you, at this point in the internet, if you're like, Hey, I want to be number one on Google for the term blue jeans. I'd say you have a 0% chance. Of yeah. That. But you could be number one for like blue jeans with a heart. Riveted on, blue jeans, something. acid wash. Those <laughs> like, are still going to be hard re- to be a but, well, but whatever but that little niche is. And you yeah, kinda... so it's similar to that, but this is done. This is, it is got a lot of social good to it too, because people aren't really paying attention to this, this consumer base. Yeah. And that's probably realistically I like that, yeah. from a socioeconomic standpoint, the people that probably need the advice more so than exactly. The and that, that's what I love about what Relevate is doing. I mean, the fact is, you know, I, I am all for, I enjoy capitalism. You know, I think that it's a, an interesting system, but I love capitalism that seeks to avoid exploitation and, and yeah. looks to help those who who need help most so so socialist capitalism like is that a thing that's not a thing but at any rate like so so relevate they have a platform i think you mean socially conscious capitalism not not socialism that's fair 
Okay, I think socially you got, you conscious got your, you capitalism. Got your, you got, and there's a lot of that going on out there. I mean, you know, yeah. you look at like full scale. And by the way, today's episode of Startup Hustle is powered by fullscale.io, nice. which gives our employees a day, a paid day off every year to go do community outreach. Yep. And that's social, that's socially conscious capitalism. You treat your employees really well, man. Because if my employees don't <laughs> show up to work, I don't, I'm a guy looking for something yeah, to do. Well, I, I, I don't, they do the hard work, not me, but. But not every company feels that way. Now, if you are interested in learning more, because hiring software developers is difficult, Fullscale can help you build a software team quickly and affordably and has the platform to help you manage that team. Fullscale.io, there's a link down in the show notes and a bunch of other links. Just click them all. Click them all. Stop by. But no, that's, I mean, that's the thing is, and it's tough though, because, you know, you go back and and I think we can begin to kind of talk about your favorites because I have a feeling that your favorite is. Oh, tell me what your guess is. Yeah, Uncommon Good. Uh, so I love Uncommon Good. I really do. Um, but that I actually love several on here. So like, I really like Sola Health. I really <laughs> like, uh, you know, Relevate. Like I anything that can what, what we call so around innovator we call it democratizing access to opportunity. How do you create access points that people who need them can avail themselves of to make their lives better, to make yeah. more money, to have better health care, to run their business better? Like all of those things that democratize access to opportunity, like those are always going to be my in my wheelhouse. Those are the ones I love. So as far as favorites, and common good, sure. <laughs> well, but, well, before I pick my favorite, first off, I apologize to the iCleanse people for me botching your, <laughs> your offering. I, it's not. Uh, I mean, is iCleanse our, in my hall, our, it's one in of my our favorites? Hall, it's in my hall of shame uh, for, yeah. yeah no it, judgment it, here, man. Just wanted to say that because, you know, the outro is about closing things down properly in that regard. I, You know, I'm going with CoreChain Tech. Okay. Uh, technologies. Why? Because I collect and send a ton of B2B kind of money full scale. Yeah. I know what a pain in the butt it is. I know how hard it is to keep up with. I know that sometimes the transactions fees, like if you knew how much money I paid every month in a currency exchange rates. Oh that's God, some, that's right. <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of oh, thousands I didn't of dollars even think about every that, month. Man. Yeah. So anything that like streamlines yeah, some that. of that, and you're talking <laughs> to, they're talking about cross-border payments. Yeah. So cross-border payments will total more than $4.4 trillion by 2024. And I'm a tiny little drop Whoa. in that bucket, but it's out there, man. It's, yeah, it needs to, and that's the kind of stuff too. You get back to some of the theme of, of the stuff we're talking about here is, is spend less, find some, let's trim out the fat. Let's, you know, look at and work on things that make it cheaper for a business to operate, which means that, and by the way, that will slow inflation down. Nice. So that was like, that was economic excellence. No. Drawing that through line. Well done. No, it was <laughs> uh, it was a failed attempt at at being remarkably sophisticated. How failed? Get out well, of here. Well, no, it was All a right. layman's it was a layman's point of view on that. <laughs> but the point, I mean, a true a, a true economist would have actually like for an understanding of that. But I don't know, man. I'm a global citizen, and I, I think that it needs to be easier to. Yeah, for sure. I have people ask me like, "Would you do much as as much charity in the United States as you do in the Philippines?" And I just I'm like, "Does it matter?" Like people are people, right? Like, yeah. And I can make a, and I can actually 
help about 10 more people. You, yeah. So wait, here's the deal. Cause yeah. like if you donate $10 here in the States, it doesn't go very far, but if no you donate borders. $10 in the Philippines, like it goes significantly far. Like you have, you have increased your buying power exponentially. Right? I actually gave away more money in the United States. Than that doesn't so surprise me. But and I gave away a lot of money, but. Well, I know that. Well, Lauren. Map. We finally made it to Connecticut. We did it. I know I've been saying it for years. That's where we need to go. That's where we want to be. Connecticut, congratulations on having such a robust startup scene, and we will see you down the road. Catch you next time. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.